to you, Squared Circle Rewind, with Jesse, Dave, and Ben. Yeah. Welcome everyone to episode 107, where we are reviewing WWF WrestleMania 12 from the pond. The Anaheim Pond. The Anaheim Pond. It's actually right. the Arrowhead Pond of Anaheim, now called the Honda Center. Yeah, it's so so much better as the pond. It's it called the Honda it Pond. Was. The Honda it Pond. Was. Honda pond. Um, it's from the Honda Pond. The Honda Pond. <laughs> Honda Pond. Uh, I'm Jesse, joined by Dave Woo-hoo. and Ben. Yo. And as always, we are going to start with some body slam. Yes. Body slam. On current events with Dave Body, and now here's Dave. What is up, Body Slammers? Welcome to another discussion. Today we'll be discussing AEW Full Gear. First, let me go over the car results, and then we will discuss OMG moments, surprises, and more. So let's get to it. The match card results. So first, we had Britt Baker defeating Bia Priestley. Then we had Santana and Ortiz defeat the Young Bucks. Adam Page defeats Pac. Sean Spears defeats Joey Janela. SCU retain over Private Party and Lucha Bros. Rio retains over Emi Sakura. 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 Emi Sakura. Chris Jericho retains over Cody due to corner stoppage. John Moxley defeats Kenny Omega in... in unsanctioned lights out match so that was the match card and results now i'm going to share some omg moments that i personally saw and thought i'd discuss awesome kong returned and she proceeded to beat down bia Priestley post-match then she cut her hair and kept it so i was like oh this is storyline development this is character development i like it they're they're actually going to give awesome kong a character you know bam bam bigelow kind of did that with tatanka back in the early 90s i recall he cut off his uh, red uh, mohawk and then he kept it in like a little Ziploc bag and took it to the ring with him and beat his opponents up and then put the bag of hair on top of his opponent when he pinned them. It's kind of weird, but it just kind of reminded me. That's going to be kind of weird if she does the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that, like, that, w- that would be. Bam Bam did it? Bam Bam did that, yeah. That's so right, like, unlike go. his character, but okay. All right. Rock and Roll Express get their revenge on Ortiz and Santana. That, Ricky Morton hits a Canadian destroyer in a sweet. suicide dive. That was Wait, sweet. He hits a Canadian destroyer with some with some assistance. Yes, well, yes. <laughs> but it was great though. Still because, did it because they like he goes for it. Like you could tell he's like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> and and the Bucks like, you got this, you got this, and they like push him and and it was on who was on our Ortiz. Did he hit it or Santana? I think it was Santana. I honestly don't know. Of and the way and Santana, Santana bumped it beautifully. He made it look like the most devastating thing you've ever <laughs> seen in your life. And I loved it. And I also loved the uh, suicide dive through the ropes. Yeah. Ricky's uh, probably also, like... I'm surprised he's alive. Ricky's <laughs> like... Ricky's probably like, I'm going for a sunset flip into a pile driver? Help me. Yeah. Please. <laughs> when do Please I help make, me. When do we do the comeback? Because I was very good at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all comeback. You do the one move. That's yeah, the comeback. That, that's right? it. That's it. Uh, Tully Blanchard and Sean Spears Powell drove Joey Janela on the ringside floor, sweet. which I thought was pretty epic. Tully yeah. actually like spi- did yeah. the spiky. That was phenomenal. Yeah, just nostalgia. I now, love seeing it. Uh, Sean Spears came out with a shirt that says "No More Garbage Wrestling," and I want that shirt. 
They they said on commentary they're like, oh, this is in reference to Joey Janela. Is it? No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's called Shots Fired by yeah, Sean Spears. Yeah, I was going to say, like, that was totally directed at WWE. <laughs> you don't have to be a rocket science. Yeah. Okay, rocket science on that, that note, one. on Twitter I wrote that the one thing I like about and I really appreciate about NWA right now, NWA Power, is there's no references or shots at any no. other promotions. No, just like worry that. about your own brand. They just focus doing. on themselves and building yeah. it up. So I, I do say AW, you know, take that advice. Just... Yeah, but w, well, WWE doesn't do it on air, but the guys do it on Twitter. Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. But on Twitter they do. Like, I do like Rollins is taking that. shots at those guys. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> if, if you're going to shoot shots back and forth, the fans are going to want to watch a go-home match. Yeah. They're going to say, you know what? You guys are shooting each other. Give us a match or stop doing it. Uh, we have MJF throwing in the towel on Cody. Okay, the match is stopped due to uh. this. Cody never taps or gets pinned, though. So this could be a loophole for yes, him to go yeah, for a rematch. Yes, you're exactly right. Yeah, so exactly I'm sitting there, I'm like, like, they wouldn't have done this. Because there's no way Cody would uphold that statement. There's then no way he would do it. Go for ever. It. Yeah. Like, never, ever, ever. Listen, listen. Even Vince McMahon was the champion, okay? Everyone wants the goddamn belt. Even David Arquette was the WWE champion. So, like, really. <sighs> <laughs> At this point, <sighs> he's going to go for it. I think once he's done getting his, his uh, retribution on MJF, He'll say, I want to reenact the rematch clause because I didn't lose. And then he'll say, the, let's say um, Tony Khan says, well, what do you mean? Like, how do you lose? Well, after the match, he low-blowed me. So th- this was his motive. He was going in there to screw me, which was not fair. I want a rematch. Or they might say, you know what? Due to some sort of reasons, we're going to say, no, you know, I can get a, a shot. But we're introducing a, a new title. You can go after that one. And then Cody can use his name to build that title up, too. Yeah, it could so be. there's different versions that they can go with on this. I'm, I'm glad MJF is a heel. He he's oh. very he's very much better suited for that, especially on the mic. Yes. Have you guys seen his videos of fans sharing his uh, Starcast autograph signings? Yes, yes, I have lots of them. I haven't. No. Oh my god! So there's one girl, this one fan female. She <laughs> she's showing a picture and it says "to whore," and the guy's like, "That's not really a respectable signature." She's like, "No, no, it's not." I'm just like. This guy is playing a heel at a level that is going to get him monstrous heat everywhere. Yeah. So there's also another video that went viral on Twitter where he's at a local indie wrestling show. I forget where. And people are literally throwing beer cans and water balls at him. And he's taunting them, saying, that's all you got? One hits him in the head. He's still like, that's all you got? I'm like, this guy is a heat magnet at a nuclear level. Another one, I watched a full video of a fan that he's talking to. And he's like, oh, you're touching me? Oh, that's great. And he's like, oh, all right, all right fat ass, get on my face. And he's like signing Sanchez like too fat ass. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy is legit. I love it. <laughs> um, beyond that, we have numerous crazy spots for Omega and Moxley. Oh, like, geez. if yeah. I was going to put that down a list, image. it'd be like a top 50. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bed, on mel- uh, bed of mousetraps, barbed wire broom. Moxley that was cr- great. Moxley crawling through broken glass while in a sharpshooter. Uh, sidewalk slam onto chains. I guess that's the only chain Back wrestling we'll get. Suplex on the match. chains. Cheap pop? No. Okay. The mat. This match had one of the hardest spots for me to witness, and one that I wish I did not see because it's just I don't like the wrestlers taking. Like I know the whole match was a risk. Like long story short, every spot they did was like, oh my god. But the biggest one for me was when Omega missed the Phoenix Splash onto the exposed ring board. Oh. That to me was cringy because he lands right on his. Obviously, he blocked it, 
and bumped well, but still, I was like, a Phoenix Splash onto exposed wooden uh, beams on the ring? I was like, that's too much. And then, yeah, that was the last one. Now, so with that being said with the LMGs, now with the discussion room is, there's a lot of mixed reviews and reactions about the main event. Can we even call it a main event because it's unsanctioned? It was unsanctioned. It was, well, so, yeah, yeah. The last match. The, the last, last match. last match of the evening? The last match that was unsanctioned. Or the last fight. The last fight of the evening. There's a lot of mixed reviews about it. Some saying it was too violent. Some saying it was amazing. And I just wanted to feel out how you guys felt about it. Like, do you feel Omega and Moxie went too far? Or... Can there be a second match from this? Because like I told you in the car, how do you have a second match from this? Well, one question. Um, let's go to the, what the, the wrestling purists say. Because you said you had, they had mixed reviews about that one. What did they say? Or was that just the A guy from PWI said? Insider hated it. Yes. Yeah. He what? said it was the worst thing and it's going to turn off people. AEW's gone down like a bad path with this. Uh, I don't know. One of the that. other comments that was very common on Twitter was it put wrestling four steps backwards. Why? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, where were you guys all during ECW? Like, there was a, like, this was an every though, Friday night thing on, on ECW. You gotta realize, though, um, like, ECW was what now, 23 years ago? Mm-hmm. Before that, we had Abdul the Butcher. Look, so, so you look, right? The people that are watching now and are on Twitter and vocal, they're probably in what? You would think the 28 to 32 range? So when ECW was at its height, they're between five to nine. Yeah. They're not watching ECW. Yeah. They don't know what the fuck ECW was. So this kind of style of match, which to me was like a a higher class of CZW <laughs> type match. That's kind of how I felt. She said C, uh, CZW did kind of go through my mind when I watched this right? stuff. Matches. Yeah. Um, for me personally, it's not my kind of match. I don't. Um, it was okay, but then. If you're going to have like a hardcore lights out unsanctioned match, I feel like when you reach underneath the the apron and you pull out a piece of wood with mouse traps on it, to me it's like okay, now we're just doing shock it's getting for a little hokey. We're doing shock for the sake of shock. It's not like I grabbed a chair, um, like like a baseball bat, uh, a wrench that's under there and like like those kind of things like besides the baseball bat, I don't understand why that would be underneath the ring. But, like, if you had a wrench under there, well, that makes sense because that's how you build the ring and they just throw all the stuff underneath the ring. That, like, once you go into uh, base, or barbed wire wrap baseball bats and a broom, like, then we're doing shock for shock. And don't get me wrong, it was entertaining at some points, but they got, it was after, it was the broken glass spots that's where I kind of felt like, okay, this yeah, is getting a little bit. Me too. This is much for me. I if some people like it, that's fine. Wrestling is a variety show. Every, you can, you're you're able to like whatever you want, you know. And that's why they that's why you have women's matches. That's why you have tag team matches, cruiserweight matches, hardcore matches. Like you try to hit all these different uh, sects of population. That like these guys like hardcore. These guys like tag team. Blah blah. blah and then you kind of cater to everybody. For myself, this is not my kind of thing. So for me, I was confused. I was like, this is their first match. And it's unsanctioned. And it was crazy amount of the spots and the weapons they're using. And I'm like, this to me feels like it should have been saviored or reserved for a longer feud. And this was their go-home match. The end game. So I'm like, this is their first match. Like, 
yeah, it was unsanctioned, so that to me leads that there's going to be a rematch that's sanctioned. But why? Yeah. Like, how are you going to top this? Like, you just did everything in your guys' first match, and to be honest with you, there, there wasn't much build to this match anyway. They just came out, attacked each other a couple times, used weapons a couple times, and I'm like... Well, weren't they supposed to fight already at another event yeah, that they and had to pull out because uh, Moxley had was... An injury. He had an injury. His, uh, his previous tricep injury came back. Got it. Which I understand, but like, you just got back from an injury, and this is the match you want to have? Like, where's your career... Like, my other point is career longevity. Do you not want to have a long career? Because this is how you do not have a long career. So you guys are both basically in agreement that this was too much. Oh wait, you haven't even some, stuff to some things were much for me, like the the bed of barbed wire that they suplexed onto. I was like, mm, you didn't need that. The broken glass, it lost me at the broken glass, and the oh my god, the exposed wood. Oh, um, now I, I don't agree that it went four steps back after this match. That's a little no. that's a little far fetched. I mean, I liked, I did like the match, but one thing I didn't consider was there's been no build and there was like this should have been like an end game mm -hmm. they should have had like maybe three or four good wrestling matches that went like half an hour near fall after near fall can't have no winner or have like this is like a rubber match yeah because like they can't is... they can't one up each other so have this be the final confrontation yeah, like, kind of thing on previous dynamites have them have matches but they always sure. get lead to, to disqualification yeah or and then, and Khan's like, you know what? Fine. You guys don't want to listen. Here's an unsanctioned match. Have fun. Like, do what you guys got to do, but we're not going to yep. sanction this because you guys are too violent. If, okay, the best example is how they built towards the females war games match, where where William was like, all right, enough. Yeah, because they kept the only way to sell this is a war games. And this that is how you build it. And that had gone on for months. A long time. This yeah, wasn't like did. within a month. I'm talking plural. Another months. two this other examples that I can give you guys is Edge. And um, Cactus Jack at WrestleMania. That was a beautiful hardcore match. Yeah. Sorry, not Cactus Jack. Mick, Mick, uh, Mick Foley. Uh, that was good. And then Cactus Jack against Triple H at Royal Rumble 2000. Yeah. That was also yeah. another great build to the street fight finish. So that was my biggest issue with this match was, why did they hate each other so much? That they want to kill each other. Like, even during the match, Moxie's like... Um, Get ready for some fucking violence. And I was like, what are we doing this for? <laughs> like, why do they hate each other so much? I, I've had no build except for Moxie attacking Kenny Omega and then back and forth. That's all it was. I was like, the only is... thing that I can think of is they, the announcers kept saying things like they legit, like, they didn't say legit, but they, they're like, they don't like each other backstage. They kept on saying shit like that. So I'm like, like, is there actually heat between these two? And they're like, oh, fuck, go kill each other, try to kill each other. So it's know. a shoot on their work shoot? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, even Edge and Matt Hardy, who had legit heat in their match at SummerSlam? Yep. When there's legit yep. heat. They were stiff, but they weren't like this. And that was including a real-life situation yep. of infidelity. Like, it's yep. like, I hate you, but we're going to work professionally. And... I will say the spots that they did, they did professionally. Like they weren't reckless with there it. There was good wrestling like it in was this good match. Wrestling. There was. And that, that's it. For, for I think for me, like like it's just the pre-planned stuff. 
the mouse traps on a piece of wood. It's nonsense. I found that. I found that more the, funny. The bed, than the bed of barbed wire. Yeah. Why the fuck would that be there? Like, you have no. You have unsanctioned match, but you have your crew carrying a bed of barbed wire. Yes. Yeah, we're just gonna carry this around our truck from town to town. Yeah, we might I'm, need it. For I'm gonna. Something. I'm gonna like, and, and and here and my whole thing is it's got to make sense, and it's like and and you for the audience you have to suspend your disbelief. I have a hard time suspending my disbelief that that you guys were going to have this unsanctioned match that like anything goes and who knows what's going to happen, but yet you have the forethought to take a broom because you're the cleaner and wrap it up in in barbed wire because you knew somehow Moxley was going to bring barbed wire into this like <laughs> what? You know, and I'm just like no, no, I can't. I can't. Like, it's like I, I will say it though, somehow. I did like Kenny Omega running and jumping over the barricade and, that was and sick. That like was shotgun awesome. drop kicking that Moxley. Was awesome. That was sweet. And his knee triggers and um Oh his V triggers? Is it V trigger? V trigger, yeah. Okay. And then uh, his snap dragon suplexes. Stuff of stuff dreams are made of. Not onto the glass. That's not what dreams are made of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the sharpshooter crawling through the glass. I was like, there's <laughs> no need for this. How do we make the Austin Brett moment better? I'll crawl <laughs> through glass, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it definitely. <laughs> That's why I would assume that it came off. Like, yeah, so that sounds great. If there is a second match, how do you talk? How? Our wrestling match. <laughs> Bring it right <laughs> onto broken glass. Yes. They'll sanction that. Yes. And and you know how? Um, uh, no, no. Like, how's their arms wrapped in barbed wire? Oh, and then, yeah. and then once they once they clench fists, you wrap that in arm in yes. barbed wire, and then you put glass on top of that. <laughs> so we're doing Rambo. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're doing that ECW. Uh, That's exactly what we're doing. ECW That's... broken glass yes. fist match. Yes, <laughs> a Rambo match. And you could call it Rambo and have Stallone be the ref. And Holy then, shit, we can do it all. Another, oh, and match number three can be the fucking Thunderdome match. And then you have <laughs> Mel Gibson as the special referee. With Tina Turner as the timekeeper. Is Tina Turner still alive? Yes. Okay. Just Good stop, to know. Part of body slam. <laughs> <laughs> that worked out. <laughs> so, let's... Okay, another confusion thing to me was they said that this match won't matter. Because it's not sanctioned. There's well, no, it won't, it won't win matter. Win Lost Rock record. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like... Well, that leads to me to believe there's going to be another match because there's no winner. Yeah. So who's going to have breaking rights? I pinned you in a match that doesn't matter. Cool. Now let's do an Iron Man match. That's a, that's the next match that they could do, but with them they'll probably do an Iron Man last man standing. Yeah. Like, all right. The person who does not get up in the ten count that counts as a as a victory. As a fall, and then we'll pick you up and do it again. <laughs> like what? no ref stoppage. <laughs> like what? So long story short, you guys enjoyed some moments within the match it was a kenny omega match and i love that aspect for it but there is too much over there's also a john moxley match too yes, yes, i agree with ben wholeheartedly it didn't go four steps backwards like no. some people are saying that's I, ridiculous I, I think that's a pretty excessive it's, it's just different it's different it's different it's like lucha to whatever Man, like, it's just different one other thing it's on a pay-per-view this wasn't on AEW dynamite they, yes AEW, it's a special occasion yes so AEW, that's why i'm kind of letting it go yeah. a little yeah, EW did say that they will reserve these big matches yeah, for previews. They did, and they're following that as they should. So, with Triple H and Katie Vick, did that put wrestling forces back? Or how about um, Young giving birth to a hand? Did that put wrestling uh, that put it three back? steps forward, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, 
Like, you see that how... That hand's going to college as we speak. Yeah, exactly. The hand showed up at the Thousandth Rock. <laughs> like, do you see the, like... <laughs> Did you remember he... that? No. You don't remember? Was it the remember Thousandth Rock? I honestly don't know. Or the 10-year or 20-year Or 1,500? Something like... Whatever it was, but the hand... It was a guy dressed in a hand costume. And he that's showed nice. up and he's like... Oh, that's right. And, and I, thought it was a, I thought it was a hamburger helper No, no, he saw, he saw fucking Mark Henry and he's like, Hey, Dad. And he just walked off. Oh. Like, what? So I can't he, believe I missed that. So then he has continuity with that? Well, what the hell is this? At least this? they have continuity somewhere. <laughs> like, like, let's think back to WCW. They've done a lot of stupid things that we've reviewed. We just reviewed the Tower of Dungeon Doom fall. Thing. Match yeah. scaffolding, <laughs> like we just like we're reviewing brother shit right now. The Navy I think what, what that tells you is that wrestling is stupid at all yes. times. No, at all times <laughs> it can you, at all times it can go stupid. It's entertaining though. Yes. What's yes. what's worse than stupid? Uh, um, idiotic. Okay. Nonsensical. That's worse um, for me. If it doesn't make sense, <laughs> I just abysmal. Oh. <laughs> There we go. Abysmal. Abysmal. Silly. That, that's see, see, we went. We, you're, you're taking us four steps backwards. <laughs> oh geez. So overall, AW though did get a good review. Yeah, it was a good by most good of the like Bleacher Reports and PWIs. I will say, I want to make. Uh, uh, I was surprised that uh, Hangman Page won against Pac. Mm-hmm. I thought they'd give Pac the win there. It Jeez, was. He landed me. a like a ten moonsault or. Was it a moonsault or was it a diving senton over the top rope? But Paige landed on his feet like perfectly. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. A moonsault, yeah. yeah. He's, I was just like, holy crap. He's he surprisingly. Moonsault. If you first looked at Hangman Page, you would think he'd been like an old school revival type wrestler. Mm-hmm. But then you watch him work, you're like, whoa, he does a, the front flip onto his feet clothesline. Yeah. I was like, this guy. Oh, that, that one spot, though, when he did that uh, front flip clothesline. Or, uh, yeah, front flip clothesline and then pocket him with a super kick. Yeah. That was brutal. Beautiful. I also like how uh, Pac went for his, um, I'm going to call it Red Arrow, but it's not called that anymore. It's called the Bastard Arrow, the, the isn't fal- it? Or the Falcon, the Falcon Bastard or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. But he missed it because like they're building up that like if he hits that, it's over. Mm-hmm. right? They're protecting finishers, just like uh, Jericho's um, Judas Kiss, right? Like if, uh, if, Judas Effect? Is it, is it Judas Effect? Yeah. Judas oh. Kiss sounds really. Uh, it should be called Judas Kiss. That I sounds like that. a Dustin Reynolds move. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin Reynolds at WrestleMania twenty um, or twelve twenty. I don't know. Um, but I like how they're building up finishers as like and and uh, as the be all end all because Kenny Omega did not hit the one winged angel nope. right. So he went for it, but but Moxley slipped out of it. And then they went into the barbed wire. But it's like did Moxley hit the paradigm shift? Which is the dirty deeds? Yes. He yeah, onto the, the shift? Okay. he hit it onto the wood. On the wood, yeah. That's so, right. Okay, yes. Yeah. That, that's what finished the match. All I think about was the Phoenix Splash but, over and over. But again. I do like that they're building up finishers again. That they're like they can like if you hit it, it's done. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's something that that I actually appreciated going into the uh, paper we reviewed for this episode. It's something I really appreciated with the Iron Man match <laughs> is everything was a build to that, and they didn't like. For, for one hour, they didn't fucking do any of it until like it was time, and it was until they got into like fourth gear. Yeah, yeah. But uh, AW full gear it did more. It did more good than harm. Oh, oh for sure. I wish I would have called AW full throttle. 
Because, like, every... Like, did you see Ray Phoenix's moves? Oh, my God. He's amazing. Like, that guy... They call Grand Metalik the king of the ropes. No. No. Ray Phoenix, Phoenix is Phoenix tremendous. Is pretty good. But maybe, maybe it's because Ray Phoenix is younger, so he's the prince of the ropes. Maybe. You know? You gotta be a prince before you're a king. That's true. You, gotta, you, you, know, you get to work, you gotta your, way work your way up. You can't just jump it. Listen, I'm I'm really far behind, but I'm watching Game of Thrones now. There's <laughs> things like you gotta you gotta take steps. Well, Ray Mysterio doesn't that name translate to Mystery King? How yep. come he wasn't a mystery prince before he became Ray Mysterio. His Did case. you talk to him in Mexico? He might have been. He was uncled in. He's called a, a Codibri in Mexico, which is and a maybe that's Prince Mystery, <laughs> the hummingbird. Maybe that's what a hummingbird is. I, I don't know. We should probably stop. Are there even hummingbirds in Mexico? <laughs> With that being said, is there any further discussion? No, I, I don't think we could talk what we just discussed. No? No. Okay. No hummingbirds in All Mexico. Right. Well, thanks for a, a great body slam discussion. Fans, your opinion matters. So let us know your opinions, your thoughts on our social media in regards to body slam. And that's all I got. It's now time for your beneficial facts. WrestleMania 12 took place on March 31st, 1996 in Anaheim, California at the Arrowhead Pond of Anaheim in front of 18,853 fans. Commentary is done by Vince McMahon and Jerry the King Lawler. What up, over? And welcome, everyone. <laughs> Um, I'm going to start off with the uh, pay-per-view statistics and we're going to get into the doozies of beneficial facts because there are some doozies that I researched. WrestleMania 12 did 290,000 pay-per-view buys at a 1.2 buy rate, bringing in a live gate of $737,440. This is the first WrestleMania in the Monday Night War era. Oh, yeah. All right, Vince wanted zero celebrity involvement in this WrestleMania, which, if you think about it, is pretty bizarre, considering of all places where the event is held, Hollywood. Yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah. I wonder why that is. But I'm sure Vince going to tell us right now. I'm waiting. Speaking of Hollywood, the first part of the backlot brawl was filmed three weeks before WrestleMania, and it was all filmed at uh, Hollywood Studios. Makes sense. Um, Roddy Piper legit broke his hand and wrist during the segment of the uh, backlot brawl in the the first segment of it when they're in um, Hollywood Studios. Um, because he hard weighed, well, both of them hard weighed each other. I counted at least seven each. But uh, listening to Bruce Pritchard, I believe he said that he did it while he was jumping up and down on the car. Oh, and drop, dropping those punches onto yeah. the, the hood? Yeah, that would make sense that he landed that wrong. Like, yeah. It looked like it hurt. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the two actually wore the same clothes during the conclusion of the match at the Arrowhead Pond. They didn't wash their, those particular clothes to make sure that the um, that the details were impeccable. And props to them for that. Yeah, that, that's some good uh, forethought for them it, to... It looked the same because, I mean, Dustin still... Ha- or, sorry, Gold Dust, pardon me. Yeah. Uh, still had like the little uh, gashes on his head. Yeah. Um, Roddy Piper looked like he went swimming in mud when That's he came some back. Crazy detail. Yeah. I'm proud of them for that. Props. And I didn't know that until they until I actually did the research. I was like, wow. Uh, <laughs> um. Did you have an inside joke? There? <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm, laughing and I'm like, I'm thinking of joke? I'm thinking of other things that are gonna just clash with oh, each okay. other. So I'm not there. Okay. Maybe, yeah. 
I am a maniac. <laughs> I need to play the uh, one man band thing like uh, Groundskeeper Willie does in The Simpsons. I'm a maniac! <laughs> and I've never danced like this before! <laughs> oh, that's the stuff! That would be great to see, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, Roddy Piper does a pretty badass stunt with, with Goldust as Piper is run down by the gold Cadillac. Roddy actually did this stunt as a favorite of Vince. For watching his son Colt as they were filming this portion of the match. So Vince was legit watching his Vince, son. It's like, I'll watch your stupid kid, but you gotta get hit <laughs> but by a car. you have to get hit by a car, take your kneecaps out, pal. <laughs> I feel like Vince Some won. good shit. I feel like Vince won that deal. <laughs> shit. And, you know, just as Roddy Piper's bashing Goldust's skull in with a baseball bat... Colt, play with your toys in the corner. <laughs> oh, don't look at what Dad's doing now. Go, go over there, please. Mr. McMahon, it's your turn to play Connect Four. You're fired. <laughs> um, last tidbit regarding Piper. Oh, second last one. Uh, this is Piper's last match before jumping to WCW later that year okay. with the company. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Roddy Piper was originally supposed to... Well, there were discussions and plans being made that Roddy Piper was originally going to have a wrestling match with O.J. Simpson. Don't know how well that would have gone over. Thank God they didn't go through with that. I hope it was for a leather glove. No, God. Was that not, not a good joke? <laughs> no, it is. No, it is. <laughs> Shit. It's probably fit better than Lex Luger. Hey-o! Oh. Hey. The glove don't fit. I quit. <laughs> but uh, apparently Piper was on board for the idea. And I guess his uh, rebuttal to the idea when it was brought up to him. He goes, hey, I'm going to beat the shit out of O.J. Simpson. At the, I, I believe him. <laughs> yeah, probably at the time. Um, Glad yeah. they didn't. No. Cause... But, then, but then it got tasteless when they used the footage in the match. So, yeah. Well, know. yeah. That's, well, and that's it's funny that... Um, you mentioned that because when I was listening to Bruce Pritchard uh, talk about that, I'm like, that's why they had the footage. And it's first, I don't know how they got the rights to that footage, but it, it, it didn't make awful. sense when we saw the footage. I'm like, how did they have the rights to this? Yeah, but now you gotta ask doing beneficial for facts. But I mean, yeah, exactly, beneficial facts brings you to clarity. It brings does. you to clarity e- land. E- even me, <laughs> even uh, Dave, that's an accomplishment can visit right there. Clarity Land um, <laughs> temporarily. Temporarily, I don't stay there long. yeah, you have a one day. Pass. <laughs> Actually, you, you'll probably have a one-hour pass because you'll yeah. forget where you are after an hour. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> where am I? <laughs> so, yeah. O.J. Simpson. Glad they didn't do that because that if you're... Worse. Well, I mean, it's such bad taste. And, I mean, there was so much backlash that apparently, like, sponsors were just like, um, if you do this and you do... Bye. Yeah. From and a, at the from time... A, from a wrestling standpoint, too, you go from the previous Mania, you have Lawrence Taylor yeah. against Bad Man. And then you go against OJ. It's like there's going to be a steep drop off in athletic talent <laughs> in the guy you're that. facing, and and Piper is not in his prime anymore. Where Bam Bam was, so Piper like is not going to be able to carry OJ like Bam Bam was for LT. Like like it would have just been a whole clusterfuck of a mess. How would you even trust OJ in the ring? I don't know. Like how would you trust him? Don't know. But so I'm I mean, glad they didn't you're, it, yeah. you're you're Nicole Brown's family and you're Ronald Goldman's family and you're 
seeing and the hearing about this, like yeah. that's just you yeah. Know, well, and the payday that would come with it, they'd be living. Well, that's just yeah. it. I mean, and I mean, OJ's representatives actually were on board at a certain point of, course, of this because they're trying to recruit. They some were finances. looking for anything yes. that had any type of dollars and cents attached to it, and positive publicity for them. That too, right? But it just. They were gonna face plant into a wall if they went yeah. through it. Like even now, 2019, if they did go through it, that yeah, they'd oh, still God. get hate for it. Yeah, they'd still get hate for it. They they'd point they'd it back to it, it now. And be yep. like, look at what you guys did. Yeah, like yeah. did business with OJ Simpson. Like, are you guys nuts? Yeah. <laughs> so, wild man Mark Merrill. Let's move on to him. Left WCW for WWE three weeks before WrestleMania. Long story short, WCW officials and Mark Merrow couldn't meet in the middle on a new contract, so Merrow reached out to WWE, and Merrow and Vince agreed to terms. And the first ever guaranteed contract in WWE history was Wildman Mark Merrow. Now, I know you derided it on our chat. This is why it kind of makes sense. You're not going to give a guaranteed contract to somebody that's already had a contract with you. You... You're going to give a guaranteed okay. contract to somebody that has to come... Because you have to entice them to leave where they are. Right? That's why WCW gave guaranteed contracts to, like, Hogan. Like, the only way he was going to go is if you guaranteed money. where Because he came from a place that didn't guarantee money. Say, with Hall and Nash. Right? So that's why that happened. That's, like... Because it's like... Like, you look back and you're like, how do you not give that to Hall and Nash? And you give it to fucking Mark Merrill. Like, what? It's because you had to entice him to come. Well, WCW was stealing all the WWE stars too. Exactly. Finally, WWE actually was able to be like, okay, you know what? We're taking we're one taking of your, your biggest star, Johnny B. Bad. Just come with Vince Kimberly? was a huge no? fan of Johnny Shit. B. Bad. He was like Vince was a huge fan of him. Yeah. Um, where was I? And um, yeah, so I said couldn't sign Razor Diesel to one, but Merrow can and did. Merrow and his then-wife, uh, Rena, flew to Stanford to sign the contract. And on a side note, once Vince and WWE officials uh, met Rena, let's just say Mark Merrow's thunder probably disappeared into thin air shortly I, I after. I think his push stopped right there. Yeah. And they were <laughs> like, oh, yeah, you're useless. We'll go her. <laughs> yeah. It's like, Mark Merrow, Mark Merrow, who is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so his thunder probably just... <laughs> after that. Oh man! To all our listeners, I was kind of just doing a. He was doing a smoke thing. My yeah, my hand is smoking. It's just kind of yes. disappearing into nothing. Yes. Linda McMahon acted as a liaison to the WWE and Warrior, finally agreeing to terms on a deal. Oh man! Warrior had a ton of respect for Linda from his earlier tenure with the company, so Linda was the middle woman. A deal was hashed out, and we all got a second coming of the Ultimate Warrior and all of his <laughs> destrucity. He looked bad. Hulk. Okay. What the hell does destrucity mean? I don't know. Google. I don't know. I can't look it up. This is where the podcast goes yeah. into. What are we doing? I could, but I'm not going to. Okay. Um, well, the, you asked me a question. I said, I don't know. <laughs> okay. What's the an answer? Ne- You'll uh, never know. Okay. Do you not know either? No. That's why I oh, asked you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I looked at you were, and said, what does destrucity mean? I thought you were making a statement oh, to me goodness. as if I don't know what it meant. So we all don't know what You're kicked out of Clarityville. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Well, that was a short visit. Yeah, that was less than an hour. Never off mind 60 minutes. It was 10 minutes. I, I get off the bus. I, I smell the air. The good thing is you don't bus. have to buy a new thing. Your yeah. transfer still works. It still works. There you go. Yeah, for the bus. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we'll leave it good for a day. 
Uh, Scott Hall was pulled from WrestleMania after he gave his notice. Hall also failed a drug test around the same time. Hall was off for six weeks, missing a WrestleMania payday. Yes, yes. And bunch of ouch. Uh, yeah. I heard the I heard the podcast with Conrad Thompson and Bruce Prichard talking about it, and Conrad was trying to say like, "Wow, you know, he gave his notice, and then suddenly there's a drug test. Was that like?" Like punishment, hmm. like you're leaving. We're gonna do, it. and then Bruce Pritchard shot that down. He said, "No, we always do drug tests. He got busted. It's his fault. Like that's not. We didn't do it as a punishment. Like he's like, why would we punish Razor Ramon? Like he's one of the bigger stars. We want him on Mania, and we were setting up a story between him and Goldust. So, and yet, and also in the WrestleMania poster, Razor Ramon's on it. Yeah. So, so I'm like, oh, I think he legit just got busted for yeah. for drugs, and, and they're like, well. <laughs> Wrong place, wrong time, I guess. Yep. yep. Uh, Vader came back to action early while... Uh, uh, let's try this again. Vader came back to action early while recovering from sol- uh, shoulder surgery. Vader did specify before making his debut at the Royal Rumble that he did need uh, surgery on his shoulder to Vince, which is why that angle of Vader getting suspended by Gorilla Monsoon took place. Mm. Uh, the Raw after WrestleMania. And I guess Vader was just livid that he was asked to come back he said yeah i'm not 100 percent. i still need to recover but vince asked him we need you to come back early so you can wrestle uh, yoko zuda who's 700 pounds well i mean what could go wrong that's why i was made a six-man tag yeah. there we go yeah. there we go because i was thinking i'm like we went from like in your house with piper saying you two are gonna feed or meet and then and then there's gonna be beef and it's something or whatever. And it's Beef and kebabs. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and then something's a six-man tag. I'm like, why did they do this? Thank you. Yep. Beneficial facts coming to the rescue. And Dave is welcome back into Clarityville. He looks like there's... Well, he's nodding his head, so I'm going to assume that there was Here's some Dave. sort of... He's like, yeah, Dave. <laughs> yeah. There, there's some sort of comprehension. <laughs> You're back on the comprehension bus. Love it. The is, tag title. Is it a short bus? Uh, the shortest it's probably, it's probably the shortest just be a jerk it comes in last yeah the tag titles were vacated in February of 96 due to Billy Gunn needing neck surgery so a tournament was held with the two final teams meeting for the vacated titles at the show at the show's free for all so once again we don't get to see Sonny on the actual event <sighs> we can't have sunny days like Brad if this just keeps on going nope uh, in which Skip and Zip of the Body Donis defeated Phineas and Henry Godwin to become the new tag team champions in 5 minutes and 22 seconds. This was, That's not, a, the, this was not a great uh, time for the tag team division. Fuck. No. <laughs> and uh, on finally, Brett and HBK put together one of the greatest matches in WrestleMania history, the morning of the event. But isn't that like a Brett MO though? Like like he talks to Piper in a fucking diner somewhere the night before and they put it together and done. Uh, British Bulldog, he doesn't see him for three fucking days because he's on a bender. Like 10 minutes before the match, he's like, this is what we're going to do. Okay, it's done. Like that that's Brett's thing. He's a goddamn genius putting these things together. Like, are you for real, though? You put that match together the day of? Just crazy. Like, it's 60 minutes. Like, Bretton, Bulldog, Wembley Stadium was one thing. That was only 20, they go like 23 minutes or something like that. 23 or 25. But this is 60 minutes. Yeah. You gotta do a lot of shit in 60 minutes here. Should have been, like, Savage. You should have just handed him, like, a piece of paper with, like, first thing. <laughs> this is what I'm thinking, thinking. Yeah, yeah it'd be, like, like, 10 pages thick, and first thing on it, lock up. 
Like, we know we're going to lock up here, Randy. It's like, Randy, this is just a case of Slim Jims. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> it's like fortune cookies. When is Slim Jim? It's right there. <laughs> and these, my friends, have been your beneficial facts. Um, I also want to bring up, there was no America the Beautiful. Hmm. Like, and I know you guys don't watch there the was, movie, I don't, movie stuff. I forget who sang it, but I, I don't know if it was... I was wa- I was watching my DVD copy of it, and there was nothing. It goes it right into been, the Vader match. Yeah, so it must have been... been uh, free for before. all, right? Yeah. Oh. Someone, it, it actually was written down, um, the celebrity who did sing. I cannot remember who it was, though. So. Fair enough. We'll find out. We'll put it on our uh, Facebook slash Twitter slash Instagram. Let everybody know. Our opening match of the evening, we got Vader, British Bulldog, and Owen Hart facing Yokozuna, Ahmed Johnson, and Jake the Snake Roberts. Vader, Bulldog, and Owen Hart win by pinfall at 13 minutes and 8 seconds. Ben, what were your thoughts? I loved how Vader and Yoko just tear into each other to start the match. I thought it was a great start. Uh, Overall, the match was pretty good. I liked it. Um, Jake... Can still work the crowd with um, the DDT taunting. They're still popping for it. Um, Vader worked well considering he came back early from shoulder surgery, I thought. Owen's drop kick to Ahmed right before he was about mm. to Pearl River plunge was so awesome. That was that was the spot of the night for me. Or not spot of the night, spot of the match. For that one, I would say spot of the night. There's I was going to say, spots there, that are there might be a that. match at the end that has a few more... Uh, Yoko's variation of a rock bottom to Vader was awesome and very well done. Uh, good match all the way through. A good finish, although Coronet taking a DDT would have been a great touch, especially for WrestleMania. Yeah, but that gets Vader the heat too, right? Because he saves the guy, he saves Coronet, so it's more heat on him. Ah, uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, you gotta see Corny take take a hit. Yeah, maybe. Should for WrestleMania you should do that. What you got, Dave? Oh, I gave the match a C, a point five. It's point five. Okay, I like how the faces stood back and watched Yokozuna take Vader on one on one. Because usually you'd see them like jump in and help. They just they just stood back and like that's a heel thing. We're not bet, you, do that. bet you Jake told Johnson to do that. Yeah, probably. Jake told um, Johnson to do that. Jake told the Johnson. <laughs> the snake told the Johnson to stand back and watch. Dave's frazzled. I like I'm, I'm, I'm trespassed from Clarityville now. I don't know what's happening. Uh, We're not Clarityville. Good, good heel work by the heel team to take Yokozuna down. I like how they all like just cheap shot Yoko until he actually fell when Vader was doing his beautiful corner forearms, which I've always loved. Uh, Vader wasn't the legal man, but was allowed to do spots on Ahmed Johnson. Yep. That really but, confused but me. But are you going to tell v- Vader he's not the legal man? Dude, did you see what he did to the I ref just... the day after Ru- uh, Royal Rumble? The ref, 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 You gotta bark at me first before you say it. Royal Blue! So that was annoying. I... Damn it, I didn't write down my freaking letters. Oh, man. Okay, I gave the match overall a D. Uh, the reason why is it started off on a positive note. You gave the snake of the Johnson the, the D? I the did. D? <laughs> it started off on a positive note. However, halfway through the match, it started to get very confusing. There was botches and there was missed tags all the time. Uh, I That drives me nuts when there's no tags. I agree with Dave. I also gave the match a D. Uh, 
it was because for me I was bored. It started off hot and then it just went away, and I was just like, "Oh my fucking god, what is?" Oh, okay, this? fine. There was a little bit of a dead time, but, but... That, that's that's what bothered me. Um, I did like uh, what Robert said. He got the crowd into it. Uh, the DD, he was gonna do the he did a DDT to Owen, and he was gonna do it to Cornette, and then Vader came in, knocked him down, and then hit the Vader bomb onto Roberts to win. Um, so I thought the finish was okay. It's just throughout, I thought it was kind of just sloppy at points. Uh, man, Ahmed Johnson scares the shit out of me. Like he's <laughs> so reckless, and you could tell like Bulldog and Owen were in there with him. And they're like, "What the fuck are you doing, dude?" Like, slow the fuck down. Like, we're, we got some drinking to do tonight. I can't be fucked up with you. God. So, yeah, I gave the match a D. Not a great start. Well, I don't know about drinks, but uh, we got some pranks to pull later. That's true. Well, for, in Owen's case, Bulldog. But Bulldog was a prankster, too. Uh, he was also a drinker. I've heard he's a lot of things, but okay. <laughs> Our next match is the Hollywood Backlot Brawl between Roddy Piper and Goldust. Now, I'm going to explain... Um, the segments that happened because this actually happened throughout the WrestleMania card. So at the start of the match, this happened right after the the six man tag. Uh, they fought in that back lot that Ben had said during Fax was at a Hollywood Sound Studio, and then they take off in in chasing each other in cars and a white Bronco and a gold Cadillac to be yes, precise. Yes, and then during the next match, which is Austin and Savio Vega. They cut to the O.J. Simpson car chase thing, which is just, in my opinion, just tasteless and awful. And then Roddy Piper is like calling in on a on a cell phone, going like, eh, eh, "You hear me, man? Eh, eh, eh. I'm gonna make a man out of him." Eh, eh. Who the hell's a Steve Austin guy? Nothing's gonna come with him. It's just stupid. Uh, and then and then it cuts away, and then you watch the you see the end of Austin Vega, then you see the. Helmsley and Warrior match and the Diesel and Taker match before they come back again and they end up at the um, at the arena and end up in the middle of the ring and then that's when the match hits its conclusion. Um, Piper wins at 16 minutes and 47 seconds. I don't understand how he won because this is an unsanctioned match and, and no there ref. was no ref. But um, he his music was played at the end at 16 minutes and 47 seconds. So I am declaring him the winner because I have that power. Well, Goldust also ran away. On, so. on this podcast, <laughs> I have that power. What was he counted out? <laughs> so Dave, give us your thoughts on those three parts. And go. Oh, jeez. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, jeez, that's it. That's right from the get-go, I was confused to why this was even happening with the mixture with O.J. Simpson. I had no idea why. But then Beneficial's Facts came. Beneficial's Facts? Ben's Official's Facts. Ben's Official Facts. See, there's my screw-up. Okay. Uh, then Ben explained it, and I'm like, but still, like, it's just, it doesn't make sense to me to use footage from a very, how should I say this, uh, personal and just emotional court case. One of the a lot most, of people. One of the one of the biggest things in pop culture, yes, in like nineteen ninety four, but it was for like a not good thing. Yeah. So So right from the get go, I was just I, I had a negative view of this entire segment. They were like, using something that like like a tragedy that happened to two people mm-hmm. and they were using it to profit from. And then on top of that, they they, they put it in a homophobic story. Yes, so I was that like, was tough to watch. I was like, now you've made this entire situation uncomfortable for me. 
it's like a triple win. The only thing I, I did give credit to in regards to the match, not the segments or the uh, the the video feed, is I've always appreciated Piper's acting. Because he, he was doing very good with his acting, with his, like, I hate you. and, and then But then he started making statements like, fruitcake, and I'll make a man out of you. And I'm just like, okay, looking at this in the 2019 eyes, where we are now, I was like, this was re- really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine if uh, Sonya Deville was watching this, or Darren Young? Like, it's just, like, this is not good for, for current eyes. And when I was 10 years old, though, when this was happening, I had no idea what was going on. I didn't understand it. I didn't understand the white Bronco. I understood nothing. But now that I'm 33 and I know everything about the O.J. Simpson trial, I know how WWE is now very supportive of the LGBTQ community, and so am I, and so are all of us. So now it's like, okay, this was very uncomfortable to watch for me. So I, I had to give it a overall as a D, because right from the get-go I had a negative perspective on it because of everything that was being shown and talked about. It just I thought it was one of the most currently one of the most distasteful things that we did at this time for the homophobic references and for so basically giving publicity to O.J. Simpson as if he's like someone that deserves it. Mm-hmm. That's my thoughts. Bad. I mark this strictly on just the confrontation portion of Piper and Goldust. Okay. When they were actually like fighting. Okay. Um... Lots of potatoes, lots Odds. of hard ways. Odds. Uh, I I I loved it because I loved the actual fight part because they like they actually fight each other and Piper actually took a lot of pride in making it look real. Um, he broke his I, hand. He did. I loved how vile, volatile the scene was. That that's the biggest thing I loved the most about it. Um, I'm talking about the first portion. When they're in the back lot? Yes. Okay. Um, Goldust takes a shit-kicking in that portion. The running over Roddy spot was definitely uh, risque. Uh, Well, actually, that's probably the underline for this match. Uh, Goldust versus Piper, back lot brawl. (laughs) Dot, 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 risque. Risque. Uh, the whole five minutes of this match was um, better than the whole pay-per-view of Uncensored. Just want to throw that out there. The in-ring portion was... I thought it was good in terms of shock factor. Um, bat shit crazy. And a whole lot of what the fuck was happening in that portion of it. Um, it was entertaining to me. Do agree with Dave said when it was really pushing envelopes with really uncomfortable situations with like the OJ scene chase and all that. I'm just like, okay, like that's that's garbage. Like I'm just talking about the actual like when they're fighting. Mm-hmm. I gave it a B point seven five just because it was just like what the fuck is happening, but I'm entertained by it. The lingerie portion, I was I I laughed. <laughs> I, I laughed because. Goldust back then just made me... I, I still, to this day, love the Goldust character from even back then. I thought it was awesome. Do you think that was Marlena's lingerie, or do you think he had to go buy it? Because he's a much bigger man. I believe he actually had to go buy it. Yeah, because I don't think Marlena's would have fit him. 
I think there's actually an interview with him actually. This could be the longest talk we have. This there's, there's an interview. There's an interview with him saying that yeah, I actually had to go uh, with my wife to a lingerie store to actually pick out lingerie for me before this match. There you go. Can you uh, explain that? Uh, well, I don't think they care. Listen, <laughs> retailers like, are you paying me? Then do whatever the fuck you want, dude. Just give me the money. Um, I gave this match an F for fuck this match, and this is why. Okay. I, I can't wait till he gives an F for a different reason, like forgettable. No, nope. <laughs> no, nope. I'm gonna make myself a teacher T-shirt that's gonna say fuck this match. Um, <laughs> this whole thing was was the the beginning part was okay when they're in the back lot. And it was it was crazy, uh, and all that stuff. But you you ex- you expect that because it's a backlog. But then once they hopped in their cars and took off, that's where I was like, okay, fuck this, because they went to the OJ Simpson thing, which was which was horrendous and cheesy at the same time. Like like, why the fuck are you showing us this? Like this is cheesy. You know what it re- reminded me of? And you guys don't watch Clash of Champions, but it reminded me of when Hogan got attacked uh, by by the barber. Which we didn't know it was him, and he went. To, he had to get like ambulance to a hospital, and then during a match, they had Eric Bischoff calling in and being like, "We don't know what's going on with Hogan, but we're we're watching it." And they would cut the footage of the ambulance screaming into the fucking um, the hospital, and it looked cheesy as fuck. And this was like like two years previous to this, and I'm like, "This is WrestleMania, and this is what you're giving me. This is awful. This is this is schlock, is what I what I would say. Like just garbage." And then when they came to the ring, they start fighting. Okay, we gotta settle this. But then my question was, wait, how the fuck do you win? No ref. There's no ref. <clears throat> I'm assuming that they were trying to kill each other in the backlot brawl, and now we're in the ring. So are they still trying to kill each other? And then <laughs> Jesse's face. Right now. Piper is is going. Like, through the thing where, like, he's the homophobic babyface here. Right? And he keeps on saying he's going to make a man out of him. And the way Piper thinks that making a man out of Goldust is to grab his dick and then kiss him. I think that's what Goldust wanted you to do. So... Jesse's triggered! (laughs) It's just like... How the fuck does this make sense? It, it, it didn't make any sense. And then Piper strips down Goldust to lingerie. And then Goldust leaves with Marlena. And then Piper's music plays. And I'm like, oh, okay. That was So it was a kind of like a, like a bra and panties match? Yeah, but even, though, <laughs> but, even, but even a bra and panties match makes sense for what they're trying to do. This made no fucking sense. It does. It was a bra and panties match. I just didn't say it. This was the first ever WBF how, how could he make a man out of gold dust by grabbing <laughs> his dick and kissing him? Explain that to me. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had nothing. You say you're a visual learner. So, <laughs> okay. We're, then we're, watch. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna end here because... No, no. I feel like I'm getting judged because I actually thought this was half-ass entertaining. <laughs> you feel, like attacked right now? I'm not attacking you. I was just giving my opinion. That's fine. There was entertaining parts. I'm not saying there wasn't entertaining parts. Like, but for me, it's got to make sense. Even if it's crazy, it's got to make sense. But it's Roddy Piper. Like nothing he does makes sense. But it's, it does make sense though. <laughs> the things the things he does do make sense. This didn't make sense. It made no sense. Nope. Nope.
I told you this. I'm thirsty before I told you to stand up. Oh, we're recording. <laughs> Our next match is Steve Austin <laughs> facing Savio Vega. Austin wins by submission at 10 minutes and 5 seconds. Ben, this is the greatest draw in WWE history. First WrestleMania. It is. Like, I got chills just watching him come down the ring, just shaking my head going, right now, the industry has no freaking idea what this guy is about to do to the entire business. In one year, they will know. Yeah. Like, it's just... Right? Like, I'm just... I was sitting there just watching this, just shaking my head going, this is mind-boggling watching this right now. Um, I gotta say, I was pleasantly surprised with the match. These two really have something together chemistry-wise. And again... At least, at least this actually went somewhere because uh, they were actually tag team partners um, for the tag team tournament in the Superstars when they lost to, I think, the Godwins. Because Savio was originally supposed to team with Razor, but Razor got ousted. So God, Razor has just fucked this cart twice. Yeah. Goddamn guy. But then in the end, uh, Steve Austin just screwed over Savio in the match, so... These two have a pretty uh, good heated rivalry. Um, vicious shots back and forth, I thought. Uh, Roddy Piper's cell call was unnecessary, and I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? This is Steve Austin. Um, <laughs> you don't know what he's going to be, but in a year, he's going to be a big fucking deal. <laughs> uh, Austin really lays into his shots on the Vega, I find. Um, kind of a weird finish. Um... The drink that was uh, dropped onto the ref by DiBiase. That was funny. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, pretty good overall. I like the match. I gave it I gave it a C. A C. A C. 0. 0.5 C. <laughs> C. 0. 0.5. I was like, a C plus? C, a C plus. C plus. So <laughs> C. 0. 0.5. It's not even 10 o'clock yet. What the hell is going on? We started earlier, man, and we're still... Um, I love the immediate aggression. Um, I love the debut of the stunner. Stone Cold Stunner. It was kind of just like... It was just a move. It was just a move. It was like a suplex. It was weird to see it as just a move. Mm -hmm. It it, it reminded me of when we saw Shawn Michaels starting to hit the the sidekick, but it wasn't his finisher. The crescent kick. Yeah, and it was just like... The croissant kick. Can you imagine if the finish was he hits the stunner, and then Savio bounces off? Rene Dupree should have named his finisher the croissant kick. The croissant kick. Yeah. That's why you interrupted me. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been okay if you interrupt me with something that was relevant, but you just fast forward in like 20 years. Yeah, man. So wouldn't it be cool if he hit the stunner and then Savio like sold in the ropes, came back into the uh, million dollar dream, and that was the finish? That would have been cool. That would have been cool. But instead we got the shot. Instead we got. The, what were you 20 years, three years ago? Dave? I know. Oh, God. Stupid. Um, when, Stupid when, Dave. Silly. Stupid Silly. Dave. When, the, when Ted poured the pop on the ref, I think it was Tim White. Yeah. yeah. I was like. I would have been pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck? Pop's sticky, man. That's well, sucks. Well, was a bit of a river, too. Like, I can, so. And I'm like, pretty sure... T- uh, uh, he probably agreed to water. water. <laughs> Tim White probably wasn't working another match, so he's like, yeah, sure, whatever, fuck, do it. He's just like, pop spill. I'm like, okay, that's disrespectful to him. <laughs> like, but you're a heel, so that makes sense. Uh, overall, I gave the match a D. Uh, reason why is good action to start, but as the match progressed, we got Roddy Piper phone call interruption, which to me killed the flow of the match. Because now I'm like, oh, what's happening with Piper? Yeah, but that's oh, not Savio and Steve's fault, And though. then no. I become bored of the match, and I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I tapped out. Uh, I also gave this match a D. The crowd was really dead for this match. Like, it, it didn't know, like, 
It didn't, yeah, know, what, it didn't know what to do after like watching the backlot brawl and the jumbotron or whatever, and they're like, oh, oh yeah, there's a match. Uh, all right, cool. Um, uh, so the finish was the ref got knocked down, tw- knocked out, and then Austin hit Vega with the million dollar title twice. The second one was nice. Yes, the first one was like, I oh, wasn't good enough. Give me, give me that fucking title back. I'll do it right. Double tap. Yeah, and then uh, then he puts on the million dollar dream and. You know, he goes to sleep. It was a million dollar finish. Yeah, yeah. It was meh. That, that's kind of how I felt after it. I was just like, Would eh. you watch it again? No. There you go. No. Oh, Our next match is Hunter Hearst Helmsley with Sable. Right? Who could be something down the line, I'm not sure. Facing Ultimate Warrior. Hulk. Hogan. <laughs> Turn the cockpit. Cock. Hogan. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> His promos were like Oscar worthy, okay? Kill the pilots. Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> Grab the lawnmower. Hulk. Run it over my back. <laughs> Alright. War- Warrior wins by pinfall at 1 minute and 39 seconds. Dave, tell me how much you loved your guy coming back. Oh, jeez. Was... Tell me about it. Well, first of all, I knew he was coming because you see him standing <laughs> at the uh, WrestleMania Gorilla. Just standing there. I'm just he's like, ready. He's getting hyped. <laughs> he's standing. But, he had, but didn't he? So didn't they have the uh, sparkler high row? Yeah, but that was that was above the entrance. Yeah. Right? So he had to wait for it to light up before he came out. It's not his So why would he stand right there <laughs> when he's visible to the camera? Like, because probably because <laughs> probably like Bruce is like, hey, hey, uh, Jim, can you step back a little? He's like, <laughs> you're like, okay, do your thing, bud. Let's go. Just um, <laughs> I like his his attire. I've always loved Warrior's jackets. I like this gesture. Oh, like when he wore <laughs> when he started wearing those jackets, I was like, yes, this is the Warrior I like. But then he got in the match. I'm like, no. I don't. And you like were this Really? Okay. I was just like, I thought he just looked. How do I explain? It? He he didn't look like he was like previous Warrior where he was. Was, amped the was whole this match. was this the one where they thought Warrior was dead? And this was a new one, or was that yeah. wrestle? Was that when he granted to, to save from Papa Shark? Oh, that was uh, that was WrestleMania eight. Okay, so not this one. Uh, this one, that theory had be, been debunked, and we it we, had died off. Okay, it lost well, steam. This is the match where I think Jerry King Lawler was using Dave Meltzer's grandfather as a source. Did you hear Jerry King Lawler saying his source says it's gonna be a four hundred pound ball guy? <laughs> <laughs> and then Moira comes out. I'm like, Dave Meltzer's dad. That was Jerry King Waller's source. That but was, that was he funny. came out. It was a good squash match for what it was. So I gave it a C. It served its purpose to help debut Ultimate Warrior. Um, I understand there's been a lot of interviews about this match that were negative as well. Especially but, from Hemsley. Yep. Especially from Triple H. I don't call him Hunter Curse Helmsley because it's too I'm long. calling him Hemsley now. Hem- at, Hemsley. at this time. Hemsley. Helmsley. I, I, I call him Sean Paul Levesque. I call him Triple H. Okay. Um, I call him yeah, JPL. I, I gave a match a C. It wasn't anything spectacular. Definitely was not WrestleMania worthy, but I understand why they did it at WrestleMania. Ben? What's up? Holy shit, I forgot Sable was one of Hemsley's valets. I thought it was Pamela Anderson which first came out first. I'm like, oh, Pat. I'm like, oh, that's Sable. Sable and Pamela Anderson, they, they look blonde. very different from each other. Blonde. He saw, saw, he saw blonde. blonde, and he's like, blonde. Pamela Anderson? Oh, yeah. wait. He saw, he saw blonde and, and bigger boobs, and he's like, Pam Anderson? Pam Anderson? Oh no, it's Sable. That's still good. I'm good. Pam Anderson? Oh no, uh, never mind. Um, 
Jerry Lawler officially has the worst sources than <laughs> Jerry Lawler officially has worse sources than Dave. Amazing. 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 That is pretty amazing. Wait, Dave me Dave? Yes. Yes. I had a t shirt saying from my source. I just like how he played that <laughs> up and, and then he's just quiet when he came out. He's like, oh shit. Uh, it reminds- oh, it was Lita. That's what you guys were referring to. It was my source that I said Alita was no longer part of the DB, and then all of a sudden she's on the fucking panel at WrestleMania. I'm like, wow. <laughs> That's when I'm going to stop listening to dirt sheets. So at that point, I said, no more dirt and sheets. I'm done. It reminded me of when, like, Jim, when the fake, fake, uh, fake diesel, fake razor uh, came in and Jim Ross was pumping them up yeah. for weeks. And then they came out, and Jerry Lawler was like, what is this, Ross? This is Milli Vanilli? He's like, I didn't say it was Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. And I was like, what the fuck? No, it's actually a good point. Yeah, it's just kind of stupid. Go on, man. Sorry. Uh, not going to lie, the Warrior returning at Mania is it's kind of sick. It's pretty sick. Um, as for the match, um, did I mention that Warrior's entrance is really cool? <laughs> With the, fire, with the fireworks going uh, off, like yeah. rocket launchers, that kind of yeah, thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. now the match. Uh, Warriors like music has tons of energy, and I they always loved music. it. Did you notice that? Yeah. There's, there's a different guitar in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the, now, the match. The match. <laughs> Four minutes and 48 seconds. I, again, <laughs> it's cool that Warriors back. And I mean, his jacket was... <laughs> Nice colors. His hair was all done up. He looked like he just got out of the salon about half an hour early. Um, now the match, yeah, the match sucked. I gave it a D. And props to Triple H for being a businessman and going through with this. I feel bad for him that this was his first WrestleMania experience, though. Oh, but he 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 squashes people apparently though. Well, at this point, he, he doesn't does, really have a lot of pull. He squashes a lot and to of people. Be, I, I, I love that rumor because I think he's actually got a losing record at he WrestleMania. Does. He does. He's like eight and nine or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> I now, Brad, he, 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 cre- he faced Taker like three times, so there's three losses right there. But still, you know, the only one I think he actually truly squashed his push was Booker T. Like that. That's like a true. He just like was like, okay, I'm done. And Scott Steiner too. He did that too. Um. I gave this match a C, and this is why. Uh, how else were you going to use Warrior having him come back at Mania? This is the only way you could do it. You can't have him have a 15-minute match because he was blown up running. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, okay. Um, and you put him in the ring with a good hand in Hunter, and it's like if anybody can get a decent two-minute match out of him, it's going to be Hunter. Uh, and I also think... Hunter's in this spot because Vince is probably like, I know you're going to take the loss here, but don't worry. We've got plans for you at the King of the Rings, so don't worry about it. Uh, just too bad for Hunter in like two months' time. He kind of does a curtain call and fucks it all up. But, you know, <laughs> I think, I think that's why I came. at that point. And, and, like, I thought it was okay. It was a minute. Like, the crowd popped. I popped. I knew it was coming, and I was like, oh, this is cool. That's like, what she said. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was only a minute. It was cool. Yeah. Warrior uh, hits the Warrior Slam and Splash Twin, which, to be quite honest, for a man. I love how you just gave that move a name. The Warrior Slam. Is that not what it's called? No. The, what the fuck is it called? The Royal Press Slam, they just called. <sighs> or, no, sorry, they used to call it a military press slam. I will say, though, Warrior. No, you, that, that's cool. Warrior Slam. I like Warrior's that. finish, though, is so underwhelming for him. Yeah. 
You know, like like Hogan's is no no great, not great at all. Like the leg drop, like Macho Man's is great. The the flying elbow looks looks great, but like you look at Warrior, he's built <laughs> like a brick shit house, and he does a splash. And I'm just like, the fuck, like. His fucking finisher should have been a clothesline. Like so a Larry. Well, clothesline for Hill. military yeah. press slam. Yeah, that too. Like something That's like cool that. Animal. But the splash on top of it is just like this. Is it's so a backsplash too. Like, yeah. Which would, you be, which would you think would be more devastating? Getting warrior slammed as you call it? Or getting splashed? I would think the slam. Would the be. slam would be more devastating. Yeah, you would think so. Um, but I thought it was a good use of Warrior. Oh, I thought it was the only use. It was the only use, and they did it well. And they put him in the ring with a guy that could, even though he, at one point he had to jump to take a clothesline. <laughs> you know, I gave it a C. I was like, eh, okay. I think the negative point that was often expressed from this was, I believe at this point he was the first person to no sell or he no sell the pedigree. pedigree at this point. Who else is going to no sell it though? If if it's not going to be Warrior that no sells it, who does it? Exactly, Taker. Yeah, at this point, that's it. That'd be it. Taker. Yeah, or Hogan if he came back because he no sells everything. <laughs> Triple H wouldn't even be able to set it up. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna go Fergie. He'd be uh, like, "Oh no, you're not. no, brother." He'll like oh, push no. him away and go like this with the nose, with his <laughs> fingers. <laughs> All right. Before we get to the next match, I just want to say that um, uh, in between recording this episode, Ben had a family emergency come up, so he. Will not be giving his review of the next two matches, but I do have his his final score and his performer uh, slash tool tonight. So, oh. uh, our next match is Diesel facing Undertaker, and Undertaker surprise surprise wins my pinball <laughs> at sixteen minutes and forty six seconds. Dave, what were your thoughts on this one? Is this where they start the streak? Start mentioning it? Yeah, they mentioned it last WrestleMania. Okay. But I don't know if... They're not counting it yet, though. That's that's Okay, what so it's mentioned, there. but it's not an actual It's not thing. like a thing yet. Okay. No. I wonder... I, I wonder to this day if Diesel had signed his contract with WWF. I wonder if he would have beat him here. Oof. Just because of the way the story was going. And his whole shtick. The cool heel. Like... Big Taker, Daddy Cool. Yeah, well, Taker doesn't scare me. And when he sits up, he's like, eh, whatever. Well, and you the know? fans turn on him in this match, too. On, on Taker? No, on uh, Diesel. Yeah. They turned on before, I wonder. Because they were booing him like crazy. Yeah, so I wonder I wonder if if they would have had Diesel go over, go over at this point. Because it's so early and may, might have made sense to the story. Maybe it leads to like a casket match or something like that. It just, it's know. actually a good thing to think about. Because that could have changed the whole entire landscape of the Monday Night Wars. Yeah, yeah. Holy cow, I never thought of that, Jesse. Look at you. Well, so, sometimes, you know. Uh, I enjoyed the builds of this match greatly. Yeah. I love the interactions. I love uh, Taker pulling Diesel through the ring with the smoke. Oh, that was cool. Even though it basically made Brett and Diesel's match look like whatever. But that was a cool spot. Aggressive sidewalk slam by Diesel. I love how he does that move. It's like one of his best moves. Yeah. Um, I like the double big boot spot. I, I At first in my head, I'm like, that could have went bad a lot of ways. Uh, many ways, <laughs> a lot of ways. Two good pros that could, uh, and even, and at this time Kevin Nash could still go. Like the problem is he just started having knee and hip issues. Yep. You know, but that's what happens when you're that size. Exactly. Like, you Especially just, in this industry. Yeah. So like he could still go, and I, I remember seeing an interview saying that he loved working with Taker because unlike most big guys, 
they could actually work a match where most other matches were like kick stop <laughs> kick stop and that's about it Close like, line. like kevin sorry diesel gets a lot of flack currently on social media and whatnot about always suffering injuries but people don't take consideration. He was wrestling for a long time. Yeah, and I, like, I think that's the thing. Like, towards the end, yeah, it seemed like every time he got in the ring, he got hurt. But that's because his body was broken down. And, like, yeah, sometimes on previous podcasts, we reference this as a joke. Yeah. We're just joking. We don't actually believe that he was useless or no. incident, he was one of, accident he was one of, He's one of the, the main catalysts to why wrestling was cool in the late 90s. He was Big Daddy cool. Big Daddy. Big Daddy. Uh, beautiful Jackknife Powerbomb Undertaker twice. Yeah. You know what? I will say, though, I didn't... It made no sense to me as to why he didn't pin him after the first one. Like, he tried to act all, like, Joe Cool about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, like, Tigger pulled you through a goddamn <laughs> ring. Like, shouldn't you try to pin him? Well, it's like it's ironic that Razor Ramon did the exact same thing that 1-2-3 kid. Yeah. Is it a click thing, I wonder? They hit your finisher twice? Well, the huh? shot hits huh? it twice. Remember that was when I called the Razor Reg? The Razor's Reg. Razor Reg? It's not like Scooby. <laughs> uh, overall, I gave the match a C. It was a good story. Some dead parts, but that was expected. Thoroughly enjoyed the match. Yeah. I gave it a B. Oh. Uh, I thought it was a good match. I'd watch it again. Uh, so that's kind of like my my mm. threshold. A B is higher than a C. It, it would be, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> good I never work. got Cs, as you can tell. Um, good or work Bs. by both big guys. And I thought this was... Uh, and it, the bar is low. Don't get me wrong, but this was... Taker's best Mania match so far mm-hmm. out of everything we've Whoa, seen. Whoa, next so. to Giant Gonzalez, which we will see. S- uh, no. Which we, no? No. I'm, Come on. That's got to be one of the lowest. <laughs> that's got to be one of the lowest. <laughs> oh, man. So I, I thought they did good work. And then the crowd, again, was a little bit meh for this. Like, it's not a great, it's not a rabid Mania crowd by any means at this at this event. So well, that, like, that's weird. They sat through Steve Austin and Vega, which I don't know if they heard the phone call from Piper. So I don't know if that was a distraction for no, them. No, I don't think they did. Yeah, so that probably didn't distract them. But then they sat through a quick squash match. I think as of this point, this is the only match that really had a lot of substance to it. Yeah. So a lot of, just, like, interest. Yeah. So they're just like, all right. But now we're like, oh. <laughs> or they're like, we have a match coming up that's an hour long. Yeah, let's save our energy. <laughs> yeah, true enough. <laughs> All right, now it's time for the main event. Daddy! For the WWF title, a 60-minute Iron Man match between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Bret Hart Oof. is the champ going in. And Shawn Michaels wins by pinfall at 61 minutes and 52 seconds. Yes, it goes into sudden death overtime. Our longest match Yet. Yet. This is like officially the longest match that we'll have to review. And yes. I have, you would think I'd have like a page full of notes. I have less notes than I do with shit matches. Exactly, because yes. it was so freaking good. And the first note I said was, it's just a great wrestling showcase to the point where I was entertained the whole way through. And it's funny because we mentioned there were some dead points dead points in uh, Taker and Diesel, which we you said was how long? It was 16... 16 minutes. 16 minutes, yeah. These guys had 61 minutes, and the rest holds that they did made so much sense that you weren't like, oh, another rest hold? Oh, they can't go six minutes straight? At this time, that it be these two were the best choices for a match like this. Yes. They might have been the, the, the best choice for a match of all time like this. Ooh, I don't know. SmackDown had Brock Lesnar versus Angle for 60 minutes. 
that was good. That was but a I don't, great Iron Man. I think it's one of those things. It's like the ones that come after are good, but are they? Can they ever <laughs> top the original? It's like the, well, it's like the ladder match. Like every ladder match has its has its moments, but can it ever top the first one? I don't know if it can. Let's go through Shawn Michaels' history here. First Iron Man match. Yep. First Elimination Chamber match. Yep. First Hell in a Cell, and first ladder. ladder. Like. He's 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 like, the, what the uh, hell? <laughs> yeah, he's the, How uh, can he not be Mister First, yeah, Mister Original? Yeah, he's the pioneer of most everything. It's crazy. Uh, and um, these two guys, uh, at the top of their peak, probably the best ever. Well, they're definitely to, Mount Rushmore of wrestling, right? Like, like I'm not, I'm not like, I'm looking at just wrestling. Like, you, when you bring in charisma and stuff, it knocks Brett down a little bit. Unfortunately. Right? But that's what happens. You look at size, it knocks both guys down. Which is like the three things you need. Charisma, size, and talent. But at for pure talent, these guys are two of the best to ever do it. And this match showed it. It's like they could like, be on Mount Rushmore, but half, like, like Two-Face. Yeah. Like half Fred, half Michaels is like, ah. Yeah. Because like, I hear that question all the time on Twitter. Like, what's your Mount Rushmore? And I'm like... Let's make it simple. Let's how the fuck of, do you... First off, how do you narrow it down to four? Yeah, and that's why I say you had to do four categories. Like, the best on the mic. Yes. Best in ring. Uh, I don't know if you consider charisma with the mic. Yeah, I, I kind of would. Yeah? yeah so, like, charisma, in best, ring work. Or, or best charisma in, in ring. Yeah, best charisma in right? ring. Right, like for controlling a crowd, which... You gotta give props to Hogan in the 80s. Well, and he then, was the king at that. And then the fourth one should be, like... Uh, memorable moments. Yeah. Like Hogan, Warrior, Michaels, yep. the originator of all these moves or all these matches. Crazy. Yep. Um, it's, incred- it's incredible how these two are able to work the match they are for, they are for as long as they do. Like they just go hard the whole match. And they don't look, like it shows how, how hard they train. They don't look blown up. You know they're exhausted by the end of it, but they don't look blown up. But yet, Ultimate Warrior <laughs> just did like a 30 second run. He's like, I'm done. Oh my God. <laughs> um, Hulk Hogan, where are you? The story. Now, this note is about, I believe, 39 minutes in. I wrote this note where it says the story in this match has been amazing. Yes. Like, it's just been like back and forth and nothing crazy, nothing that would be like, oh, why would they do that? Yeah. Everything made sense. Love how it went to sudden death overtime because it's just this it showed it showed how close they were that like just the the like the the simplest thing could turn it yep. but they were so evenly matched throughout and I love how it stayed zero zero yeah I love that yeah um, I kept on thinking throughout it I'm like it stayed zero zero but I remember Rock and Triple H had one it's like six to five yeah and then and then Taker came out yeah as American badass yeah and that's why. Which I'm quite excited to review because I've actually never yes. seen the match. So. Neither have I, but I saw highlights years yeah. ago when like YouTube just came out. Yeah. Uh, but Brock and Angle's Iron Man match was good because it was just them two. But that match with Triple H and Rock, I thought had so much confusion in it and so much activity happening that took away from the match. This one had nothing. Yeah. Except for the switch in music on the ring side. Yeah, to the to the uh, timekeeper yeah. or whatever. Dude. They broke his jaw. Yeah. They're going to bring out a stretcher for him. <laughs> like, why? Just let him lay there. He's not important <laughs> to the match. What the fuck is this <laughs> shit? So that, that I think, was like a rest spot for them. Yes. I think it was like a way to be like, okay, let them rest for a little bit. Uh, oh, um, one thing I noticed too, at about like the 23-minute mark, was the first actual pinfall attempt. I'm not counting the ones where they were doing a rest hold and the guy's just shoulder was down. Yeah, yeah. But like 
the first time they actually went for a pinfall was like 23 minutes into the match. That's crazy. It was just insane. <laughs> just insane. Uh, the sweet chin music out of nowhere was a thing of beauty. Uh, in the OT? Yes. Yeah. Just And then like Michaels lays out. What, you know what I really liked was that like Michaels is exhausted. He's not moving. And Brett's trying to get up. And the way he sold it was like he's just knocked for a loop. He doesn't even know where the fuck he is. So I'm going to go on record and say this. That I think this... Um, how do I call it? Boyhood, boyhood dream story, I guess I'll call it. The boyhood dream has this come one, true for Shawn Michaels. And the only one that compares to this one for me is the Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And it's funny that Sean trained, trained Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Bryan. Yeah. And they both have the top boyhood dream stories for me. Yes. yes. Like when Daniel Bryan later on, later on faces Orton and Batista a... after Triple H mm-hmm. to like get him towards the title and the WrestleMania 30 win. I'm like, this was the first ever. Yep. Uh, this is my favorite WrestleMania moment match of all time. Yeah. I just, I love well, the build. I love Michaels kneeling in the ring and looking at the title. And you can tell he's like crying. Genuine. And it's like, like he's made it, you know, it's just crazy. The amount of like, it's just through. everything, literally everything in this match was perfectly done. Yes. Everything. I yes. had no complaints. Even though it was six more minutes, I had zero complaints in the whole match. Um, we didn't even touch on the awesome entrance by HBK, which is shown in every fucking point of everywhere, which everyone has seen, but that still was cool to see. Um, did you feel like that hour went by quite fast? It did go by really fast. It's amazing how when the match is good and a psychology makes sense <laughs> that you could sit there and be like, this is good. But then we've, we've sat through, um, we sat through that tower of doom piece of shit match at the last one that was 25 minutes and it felt like it took three hours to get through that thing yep. because it was just like, oh my god, this is the worst thing ever. It just it just blows my mind um, the way they they did that. Uh, so as uh, Dave said, Sean hit the sweet chin music in OT to get the win. Um, I like how at the end of regulation time, <laughs> Brett goes to leave, and then the ref or the um, the Fink's like, no, we're gonna do the match, and there's because there has to be a winner. And Brett's like, why? It's like, why? <laughs> and I'm like, I would react the same way if it was like a sporting event. I'd be like, no, like it was a tie. Like he couldn't beat me. He has to take the title from me. He couldn't beat me in 60 minutes. Too bad. I think Brett was, I think you feel that way because you lost your championship in an <laughs> match in a WWE wrestling game where your guy versus my guy in 60 minutes, we had a draw. And I took your title from you. Yeah. That's, that's why you feel the, that, 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 that's still, that way. That's still a bone of contention for you. I'm not going to lie. That was an awesome glitch on the PS3. Yes. Um, <laughs> I did love how they protected both finishers. Like, Brett got him in the sharpshooter at the end. Couldn't do it the entire match. And Sean didn't tap, but the match ended. Mm-hmm. So, like, it protects Sean. It protects Brett's finish. It's good. And then in OT, Sean hits Sweet Chin Music twice. And the only reason he doesn't pin him after the first one is because he's exhausted. And then the second one, he just falls onto him. So, like, it just worked. And I love Can how they did that. Can you imagine, though, if they booked it where the match starts again in sudden death? <laughs> Sean hits the Sweet Chin Music. Brett rolls out of the ring and gets countered out. <laughs> and that's how they fucking... And that's how it ends? Yeah, they're like, oh, that was anticlimactic. Okay. But no, like, I, I've always loved when Sean hits the switching music and just falls. Yep. And I was kind of like, please don't fall too far back. 
when your shoulders are can you imagine <laughs> if that was the finish where Sean falls too far and the rest like double pinfall yeah I guess we're gonna keep it this going <laughs> it restarts <laughs> 60 more minutes and I would have been okay with it because I was really enjoying this match by far still my favorite Wrestlemania moment I don't think they would have enjoyed 60 more minutes they no. were absolutely <laughs> exhausted um, and now we all know, every wrestling fan knows, um, at this time, Brett and Sean do have some issues with each other. Uh, and there's, uh, Sean tells Brett to get out of the ring, which is why he's pissed off as he leaves. Like, he tried, you know, uh, I would have loved it if they would have shook hands enough, because yeah. Brett's gone for six months after this. He That's right, come, yes. He hasn't come back to Survivor Series. Um, so that, that kind of, but you don't know that watching it. Like, you don't, like, when you're watching it back then, you don't know this. We know this now, uh, because hindsight's twenty twenty. you've heard all the interviews mm-hmm. and all the problems and everything. Watch the, the rivalry special that was very, network. That was very well done. Everyone should watch that. Uh, I gave this match an A+. Really? Yes. Oof. Because I couldn't give it an A++, because we don't have that on our scale. <laughs> I gave an F-. Oh, did you? No, I'm just I gave it an A+. Yeah. Most definitely. Yes, yes. Um, what a match. Um... Fucking just want a match. Watch this. If yes. You, if you have a friend that's interested in, in trying to get to know wrestling, what's about, show them this. Yes. Don't show them any WCW. No. Until Halloween Havoc 1997, <laughs> when you have Mysterio well, versus Guerrero. There was some good stuff before. It's just not a lot. Not like this. Flair versus Sting or Flair versus Steamboat. Those were some good ones. That's true. That's true. Show them this first. <laughs> yes. Yes. To say, you know, this was this is also another, a match that I feel shows the amount of cardio you need to be a professional wrestler. Yes. Because it's like, this is a lot of work. Like, I remember, I believe it was, yeah, it was Rey Mysterio, where he vomited during a Royal Rumble match because of physical exertion. Yep. Like, and these guys went for 61 minutes straight. Oh, just amazing. Absolutely Hall of Fame match right here. Exactly. And now it's time for tonight's premier performer. And tonight's tool of the night. All right, so I'm going to give Ben's performers uh, and such. So he gave his performer of the night to Brett and Sean, and a surprise to nobody. Uh, he gave the tool of the night to the cameraman in the Iron Man match. And I think the reason he did this is because the cameramen were quite close to the ring. And I don't know if that's because just the way the arena was set up that they couldn't like push the people back to give Mm -hmm. them more room. But there was a spot where Sean, uh, gets thrown over the ring post and lands on a cameraman. And then he also, um... The cameramen were constantly getting in Jose Lothario's way because they kept on trying to walk around him. Mm-hmm. And there was another part where Sean rolled out of the ring and the cameraman was right there and he told <laughs> him to fuck off. So Sean was getting quite uh, frustrated. And Vince was hilarious. He's like, oh, there's the temper of HBK. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. All right. And uh, Ben gave the pay-per-view a 7.5 out of 10. So he very much liked it. He did. Uh, my performers of the night are same as Ben's. Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. And that's because I could not choose between the two of them. Um, they did such an amazing job. Uh, the tools of the night, I gave to Goldust and Piper. Um, because I hated every minute of that match for the most part. So 
They just kind of so distasteful and just yes, especially the in ring stuff was just Ugh. like the whole homophobic stuff was well, just. And we didn't mention it during the match, but if you actually watch the audience during that match, you'll see them sticking middle fingers to go. To. So I was like, do they realize they might be inciting a riot here? Yeah, towards the LGBTQ community. But they're they're that community like, doesn't exist in nineteen exactly. That's so the thing, like, oh. and you're watching this and you're like, wow, like I know. We've come a long way because you're watching what's happening in, in WrestleMania, which is which is a big event, and the way they're doing that, it's like, whoa, this is whew, quite something. I gave the pay per view a six out of ten. I did like, I like this one. I like this one. Would you do? It's refreshing because <laughs> it has not been good thus far in '96. It has no. not been good. No. Uh, my performers, man, I had to surprise you here. Oh, okay. Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I have to. Well, you did surprise me because you said Bret Hart first. We both said Shawn Michaels first. So. Oh, see, there you go. Uh, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. My two, I gave to Ahmed Johnson. That's almost. He that's just, almost easy. He's he's almost becoming 1996 versions of, of Jim Duggan. Yeah, it's just whenever he's in the ring, it's like <laughs> I can just put that down right now. Overall, nobody I'm, can trump this. <laughs> overall, I gave the pay per view a six out of ten. Um, obviously, the two big matches were Diesel and Taker and Bret and Shawn. Yeah. Other other ones were like you, Raw you, fillers, yeah, Sunday you, Night Show, like Sunday Night Main Event or Sunday Night uh, Heat, sorry, yeah. type matches. I was just like, yeah. I'm done with this. You could skip everything. If, if you're going to watch anything, just watch the last two. Yeah. You know, unless you want to see that Hollywood backlot brawl just because it's different, but I different would suggest it. It was. It was very different. Like... Uh, Yes. Um, go on for hours. Yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to. It's it's too much. It's too much. Uh, so that's been our episode for this week. We will be back in two weeks' time. Uh, so we'll be back on the would be the twenty fifth to record Correct. another episode. Uh, next week, Dave will be interviewing Duke the Dumpster Drozzy. Drozzy. I always want to say Drozzy. I don't know why. Yes. But Drozzy. Uh, Ricky Johnson, we're going to be announcing his rescheduled within the next week. He's still going through his personal matters, so... Um, so definitely uh, keep tabs on us on Facebook, because that interview will be on Facebook. Yes, all these interviews are exclusive to Facebook. Uh, on the Call It In The Ring media page. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Call It In The Ring media, or our Squared Circle Rewind. Um, did you want to uh, announce the other thing? Yeah. Or? Yes. And as of tomorrow, because I, I said I do all the graphics and all the such and such and such, we will be launching Call in the Ring uh, Media Gaming, which will now be called Body Slam Gaming, because I'll be hosting it because I love gaming. Yes. And I have experienced WB2K20 at its finest. So I will be doing some videos just to show glitches on there. But yeah, the, the Call in the Ring Media is now on Twitch. And, and when the game finally gets good he'll actually be able to by, do some things by march but it's, <laughs> it's it's changing every week now because i'm really enjoying 2k19 but yeah body slam gaming so b-o-d-d-y space slam gaming is now on twitch but i'll be launching it tomorrow officially yes so keep tabs on all our on all our social media we're, we're uh, platforms uh dave will be throwing it out there what's going on uh, keep on listening to us on Spotify or anywhere else you get you this podcast from. Give us a like, give us a follow, um, subscribe, whatever you need to do. Give us a review. That would be cool. Um, and in two weeks' time, we will be reviewing 
in WWF In Your House 7, Good Friends, Better Enemies, with the main event of Shawn Michaels facing Diesel for the title. And I oh. believe it's a no DQ match or something, or no holds barred. So that should be um, interesting. And, and uh, I will say we're quite close to the NWO starting. So this is going to be some... <laughs> It's going to be some interesting times coming up here in 1996. It's going to be some good shit. <laughs> hey, good shit. Um, so thank you, thank you very much, everyone, for listening. I think I said that right. <laughs> uh, and have a good two weeks, and we will be back then.